Welcome to Chesapeake Montessori School. I'm so glad that you're here to join me. My name is Jenny Wyrick, and I'll be talking today about how we support the young children in their bathroom independence at school. I know that this topic can be rather intimidating and scary to consider as a parent, but I want to tell you ways to consider and approach the topic that make it more understandable and comfortable for everyone. In our school, bathroom independence is a huge component of the learning that happens in the young children's community. This is a classroom for children between approximately 18 months of age and three years of age. It is our expectation that this window of time is when the large majority of children will gain these skills of self-care. We should start by remembering that every child is different. They are each their own wonderful individual with their own personal path of development. This includes their own time frame and path to success in the bathroom. What works for one child may not work exactly the same way for the next. I imagine that if you are listening to this talk, you interact with a young child regularly. If you haven't been working on bathroom independence, or what I might call toileting yet, what I talk about is not meant to judge or say that you've been doing anything wrong. When parenting now, we have so much access to different and conflicting information. It can be hard to know what we're doing. In this talk, I want to give you information about what we do here at school in relation to toileting. I hope that you will find it interesting and informative. I'll be talking about four separate but related components. The environment, developing habits, the specific procedure, and the time frame. So let's get started. Here is some information about the environment. Let's imagine you live in a strange world where everywhere you go, you are the size you are, but every adult around you is twice your height. Every piece of furniture in every home is built for your taller friends and neighbors. Imagine how you would feel if trying to go to a restaurant or visit someone's home or even use the bathroom. How would you manage if you couldn't reach anything? This is often how the world feels for young children. It's so hard to take care of yourself successfully when everything is too big. Plus, your motivation to use a sink or toilet reduces dramatically when you simply can't reach. In our classroom, we want everything to be accessible to the child. We have a very small toilet with a ring that fits the child. We also use a potty chair. Both of these options are the correct size for the child and also easy for the adult to clean. We also ensure that the child has easy access to his or her own clean clothing. Each child has a labeled box of their own clothing that they can look through to choose a new pair of underwear, a new shirt, or more. Washing hands is an important part of the toileting process, and we want the children to be able to do this task independently too. We have a small sink in the bathroom that the children can turn on and off, as well as soap that they can reach. We also provide little single-use towels that they can use to dry their hands. Another important aspect of the environment, while not directly for the use of the children, but to support the process, is easy adult access to cleaning supplies. At school, we use spray bottles with cleaners and cloths designated just for cleaning urine on floors, toilets, and potties. That's it. That's all we have. It's not all that complicated to think about what we need in the environment. A toilet or potty, clean clothing, a place to wash hands, and a way for adults to clean. Now, we can't just put all those items in place and expect anything to happen like magic. So let's move on to talking more about the social and emotional aspects of toileting and how we develop habits at school. 
Do you remember when you were learning how to drive a car? Everything was new and you had to really concentrate and focus on each aspect. It was exciting and probably scary. And if you were like me, you definitely had times when you stopped too abruptly, veered off the road a little bit, drove too fast, or just had to cry a bit before trying again. The process of toiling for a young child can feel the same. It is a whole lot of work full of emotions. The children can feel a lot of pressure to do the right thing and a lot of internal and external disappointment when they fail to live up to expectations as of course they will. As the adults who are there to support the process at school, we don't have any sort of emotional investment in the child's toileting. We're neither happy or upset when the child finds successes or misses. We're just matter of fact about wet clothing or pee on the floor or when urine goes in the potty. We support the child in changing clothing. Every day I say something like, I can help you take off your wet clothing. That must feel uncomfortable. You can put on dry underwear and I think you'll feel more comfortable. Changing wet clothing is simply part of the routine at school. The way we help the child to start finding success is by having regular visits to the bathroom. We don't want to make them too frequent, but just at regular parts of the day. At school, everybody goes when we arrive in the morning, before snack, after snack, which is also before we go outside, after we come inside, after lunch, and after nap, during those transition times. When the children become familiar with this consistency, they'll start to be able to hold their pee until one of those regular visits. When it is time to go to the bathroom, we never force a child, but we do encourage them by offering them a choice of whether they would rather use a potty or a toilet. We encourage parents to model bathroom use for their child, but we don't do that at school. We do, however, ensure that we are using the correct language for elimination. We use the terms pee, urine, poop, we might also refer to the fact that girls have a vagina and boys have a penis, especially when we're directing a boy to push his penis down so that the pee goes into the toilet when he is sitting down. Using correct and consistent language makes communication about toileting clearer for the child and for all the adults who spend time with the young child in a bathroom. Now, I'd like to tell you the actual procedure we use in the bathroom with young children. So using the potty or toilet is part of the routine when the children are older and they have a lot of control, they um, get to choose a little bit more about when they need to go or when they don't need to go. So they're going to come to school. They're going to enter the classroom in the morning, take off their shoes and socks, and put on their slippers. Then they'll go straight into the bathroom. They might use the potty or the toilet. They'll push down their own pants and underwear. It's always good if your child can do this on, on their own. Then they're gonna sit down on the potty or toilet they might pee, they might not. If you have a boy who wants to stand and they can reach, then that is fine. If the child is not reliable, they might take off their pants or shorts, whatever they have on the outside, and just wear the underwear on the bottom while they're inside. If the child is wet, they would take off all the clothes they have on the bottom and put them into a bag, which we help them with, and then they'll get new underwear from their box that they want to put on. So to put this on, in our classroom, the children sit on a bench and they're gonna hold the waistband in the front with two hands. They put in one foot and then the next foot goes into the other hole. It's important that the child is watching what they're doing while they do this so they don't get two legs in the same hole. Then they will stand up and pull up the waistband. 
So at the start, we always collaborate with the child where we would suggest that, ch that the child hold the waistband in the front and we can help to pull up in the back just a little bit. We try not to help too much, but let the helping mostly be them doing things and we just kind of guide a little bit. It's always great that parents provide the right kind of clothing at school and we do talk about how to choose what's great. Something that's a little bit stretchy, but not too stretchy. Something stiff like jeans doesn't work very well for children. And something that's too stretchy where your foot might get stuck in the leg and not be able to get out the other end is also complicated. But pants with wide legs are the easiest thing for young children. Um, sweatpants are great and shorts are a lot easier when the weather is warm enough. So after the children put on their new pants or first their underwear and then their pants, then they will wash their hands. And there's a special song we sing at school to make sure everyone is washing their hands for long enough. I'll sing it for you now. Rub the fronts, rub the backs, rub the fronts, also rub the backs. Wash every finger, wash every finger, wash every finger, also both your thumbs. Turn the water on, rinse your hands, rinse your hands, rinse your hands. Now they're nice and clean. So now a couple things about uh, children and needing to use the potty or toilet. A child saying ahead of time, I need to go use the potty or I need to go use the toilet is pretty much the last step in the process. They do not know that information well enough and secure enough to vocalize it for quite some time. Nevertheless, they can still be making progress in this whole area before that point. So if we see a child and we recognize that they need to go use the bathroom, maybe they're wiggling around a lot, maybe they're running in the classroom, then we will just offer them, hey, hey, look at that, it's time to go use the bathroom. And then which one would you like to use, the potty or the toilet? If a child is in the classroom working and they already have peed, if they have not noticed yet, We'll just wait until they stop concentrating on their current task, and then we'll help them go to the bathroom to get cleaned up. A lot of the time, the children will notice that they get wet, and in that case, we'll, we might say something such as, oh, I see you just peed on the floor. You can go to the bathroom and start to take off your underwear. I'm going to clean up the floor here, and I'll be right with you in a minute. Um, and the children are very interested when we clean up the floor from pee. They always wonder what happened, and we talk about it, just matter of fact, and then they move on with the next part of their day. Um, it's always good to remember that collaboration is really key um, in the process with young children. So anytime you can do things together or offer them a choice that they can make, that's perfect. Okay, so here's some information about the expectations we have related to toileting. So when children are going through this process of toileting, it is a big change, especially for us as parents, to go from someone who is peeing in a diaper, that feels like a baby, to someone who is peeing in underwear, or not peeing, but wearing underwear, feels like a little person. So it's just a big change for us. It feels like they're really moving from infancy to childhood. And for us, we can be really fearful about that or just uncomfortable with the change. Sometimes change can be cause for grieving, so it can be good to recognize whatever feelings we are having around that. 
Our goal at school is that the child is at the point where they can do all of the bathroom um, things independently before they're or close to when they're three years old. So that would include taking off their clothes, putting them on again, washing their hands, all of those things, and hopefully starting to recognize ahead of time, a lot of the time. Um, historically, if you talk to your grandparents, there's a chance that their children were often toileted um, pretty close to a year old because that was part of what happened in the culture at that point in time. So we do know that children are capable of doing this, even though a lot of people in our current society sort of wait until a little bit later. We believe that children can really do this if it's our expectation and we put our energy into supporting them in this process. I know from my own personal experience with my own children that the more consistency we offer in this area, it's just easier and smoother and the whole learning process is faster for the child. If we only do this at school, it does take the child much, much longer. But if we do uh, work on this process both at home and at school together, then it is easier and faster for the child. It's still not fast and easy, but it is easier and faster for all of us. Sometimes when you are in, in the middle of this process, you start feeling like this is taking forever. And one thing that can help just to kind of recognize that progress is happening, just make some tally marks for a whole day of how many times pee goes in whatever place, whether it's the potty or on the floor. And then maybe a couple weeks later, do that again for a day. And you'll kind of notice that some progress has been happening over time. So let me mention something. A lot of this ha also has to do with the child's interest and when they are interested and we want to try to catch them at the right point in time. So just like any material we have in our classroom, there's something that the child's going to be interested in. So maybe the clay is on the shelf every single day and a child won't use it and won't use it. They're just not interested. And then all of a sudden, all they want to do every day is work with clay or every single day they come to school. They definitely want to make sure that they work with the clay. And then after a while, again, they're not interested. So the same thing can be true of the toileting process. Sometimes they're interested and sometimes they're just not as interested in working on it or making some developments in progress. So I just want to thank you so much for spending time with me today to hear about toileting and how we respect the child as he or she gains knowledge and skills and control of their own body signals and self-care in this area of toileting at school. I hope that this information has been helpful to you. If you're beginning this journey to help your child gain independence, I wish you patience and an easier time now that you have some information and some tips. This is Jenny Wyrick at Chesapeake Montessori School. Mm -hmm.